Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 55. Seeing number 55 is common for people whom angels have messages, and if you find it strange, know that you shouldn't be worried. If you keep seeing this number, you could be in for a great opportunity. Oh, that's awesome. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believers, and welcome to the next episode of Undiscovered Entrepreneur. It's me, DJ Scoob, <laughs> coming at you on whatever device you happen to be listening on. All right, so today we're talking to Erica. Now, Erica is an entrepreneur. Uh, she had a couple businesses before, but her newest business is coaching and some and going over experiences that she has learned through her businesses, and she has. Just an amazing amount of information. This actually is one of the longer ones that I've had. Don't worry, we're going to get through it, I promise. But there's so much jam-packed information every single minute of this podcast. So let's listen to Erica. Salutations, school believers, and we're here again with another amazing entrepreneur. So today we're here with Erica. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. I really appreciate you being here today. 
Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. So thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to start you off with a kind of a little semi-serious question. Okay. You ready, Erica? I'm always ready. All right. Are you a school believer? Absolutely. Love your show. All right. Thank you, Erica. Thank you so much for being a school believer. I really appreciate you. So what I'd like you to do here at the very beginning is just give me a little bit about who you are and what you do for your entrepreneurial adventure and how long you've actually been doing it for. Sure. Um, so I have been in business or the world of entrepreneurs for about 23 years. And then during the pandemic, like most folks, I started to rethink the way that I did work and how I wanted to do it. And so um, I had some folks that were in my circle that had you know, reached out to me and said, you know, you have um, been in business a long time. How did you do it? I'm thinking about not going back to the workplace and, um, you know, what do you know about SBA loans or what do you know about, you know, purchasing big brick or mortar and, um, well, just general business and, uh, you know, practices. So I started uh, helping people out and then it became a little more formalized. And about a year ago, we started uh, Stellar Business Concepts, which is a little play on words. My mom's name is, well, was Stella. And um, she passed in 2019, and the timing just seemed right. And so Stella Business Concepts came to life, and there is a, a team of four of us, and we all have our own little unique piece that we bring to the table. But I really just love helping people, and so it was very easy transition. Yeah, it's all about helping others. This is one of the big things I've learned since I started my entrepreneur adventure is everybody's so willing to help everybody else. When I first started doing this, I really thought nobody was going to want to help me because I'm competition or I'm I'm too close to what they're doing. And as I'm going on, I'm realizing that I'm the exact opposite. The exact opposite has been happening. Everybody wants to see me succeed. So it's been a it's a, been a great feeling for me, and now I'm trying to give that back too by helping other people succeed at the same time. And the pandemic, man, that I I think more than half of my podcasts start with well, then the pandemic hit, and this changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was a pivot for all of us, and I I think we'll continue to see that um, with the changes in the economy and the changes in some industries and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you doing now? You just started something a little bit about a year ago. What was that? Yeah, so um, was business coaching and consulting. So typically I'll meet with, um, it does tend to be people who are starting a business or have an idea to start a business, but haven't quite started yet. Or interestingly enough, people who started um their business right before the pandemic and then never really could get it off the ground because of the open close and that kind of thing. So that's typically who um, ends up reaching out to me. Um, so I guess that's my market. I mean, I always feel like the market kind of dictates and will tell you who you are to them. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. We're, we're actually in the same boat as far as that goes, because I try to talk to brand new entrepreneurs as well, too, and give them what I call going across the start line, help them go across the start line, get get at least get started and move things along when they first get started. So I love that. Yeah. That's great. I think it, too, it goes back to what you said about, you know, helping, you know, helping others, because once you do become somewhat successful with whatever that means to you, um, you, you do feel like 
in, in your heart to help others because it does feel really great to do that. And um, also, it's funny because when you give to others, I feel like you also get so much from it. It isn't just them on the receiving end, but I find a great deal of of joy. And then just talking with other entrepreneurs, that camaraderie also is a great way to build you know, your, your own company as well. So I think that those, those things go hand in hand. Yeah. It's not always about making money too. The, just yeah. the relationships that you make with people or later on they think, Oh, he would be perfect that, or, or Erica would be perfect to, to go with this person over here. And they kind of remember yeah. you. And because you help them out, they want to help you out in return. Yeah. And I'm in, I'm in Rhode Island. So we're really, really small and really close knit. So um, yeah, there isn't anybody like too far in my state. We're all within like 15, 15, 20 minutes tops from each other. So yeah, definitely very tight knit state. All right. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Erica. That's a great. I'd like to know what actually made you start your business. I seen your mother had something to do with it and anything, but I'm more, um, more kind of interested in what actually got you started coaching. I mean, what's the story behind that? Well, uh, I'm a teacher by trade. Um, so that was very easy transition for me. Um, I always loved working with people. I continue to love to, to teach. Um, so I think, I don't think I like woke up one morning and just said, oh, I think today I want to be a business coach. It really just happened organically um, a little bit at a time. I wish I had a, a more deep story, but I don't. It really is. You know, I, I started in childcare 23 years ago and I have multiple childcare locations and my community has been really good to me. And, um, you know, I think it was just that love of teaching, that passion for teaching and helping others and um those are things that are like my core value. And, and I knew a lot about business, like even prior to owning my other business, I've been in retail, I've been in sales for years and years and years. So it just had a very unique tool basket, if you will, that I could really help with so many different aspects of running a business. And I think for me, one of the things I think is so important as, as people start is to understand good business practice, because when you have good business practice, it is much easier to to grow your business and your network. And as you say, your tribe, um, you know, treating people not only how you want to be treated, but also how, um, you know, how they want to be treated as well. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny is sometimes and I have actually run into a couple of entrepreneurs that were kind of like accidental entrepreneurs where they didn't know they were going to do it, but that's just kind of how they ended up too. So, you know, sometimes you accidentally get turned into a uh, a coach or anything like that. It just kind of happens that way. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, and I, I think even with my with my first business, it was I had I had my daughter. I wasn't I didn't plan on getting into the field of education because prior to that I was in sales and retail. And so sometimes too, as your life changes and evolves, so is the things in your space, whether um it's you want to work more, you want to work less. Cause again, let's face it, when you work for yourself, you, you don't work less. <laughs> right. But you know, as your life, as your life changes, you know. So um I think that that is a lot of what happened to many people in 2019 to 2020, we, we started to really look at what our priorities were. And like you said, it's not always about money. Sometimes it's 
just more time with your family or being able to do things that you really love and enjoy. And then if you make some money doing that, that's great. And I think uh, one of the things I always thought of too is when that actually hit, when COVID actually hit, then it gave us a chance to slow down and take stock of what we had around us. I mean, our whole culture up to this point has been rush, 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 go, 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 go. Yeah. But once we, once the whole play, everything shut down, we actually were able to sit down and actually look around and say, you know, this is not where I want to be. Yeah. I think, too, being grateful for what you already have, right? Because you're right, because it was a lot of, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. And the thing that I really love about uh, this new generation and people kind of hop on these millennials a little bit, but I don't know that they all have it wrong. Um, I I think that they prioritize things a little differently. And um, my niece who works for me, Jaleesa, who I talk about a lot in my, my podcast, but you know, she really, as a 32-year-old, really has opened my eyes to a lot of things because generational, we all grew up that you stayed in a place forever. You know, you had loyalty to the company. At the end, you got to watch a clock and, woo-hoo, right, you got, you know, some type of uh, uh, a little pension benefit package at the end. But, you know, they really value other things. Instead of a bigger car, they want a smaller car. They want a smaller home and they want to be able to travel. And um, I don't think they're wrong. I don't, I don't think they're wrong. So I think there's something to be said for um, being grateful for the things you have and um, doing the things that you love and and following that path. Well, we've spent the we spent generations be, trying to reach for those big cars and, and things of that nature. But I I think this, like you're saying, this new generation really is more apt to wanting to go go see the world, wanting to experience Mm -hmm. life instead of being stuck in this at a desk all day. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, we didn't have the same technology because I think if we knew what was out there, (laughs) maybe we, we too, would have been, I'm going to Fiji for the weekend, right? But we didn't. We didn't have the access to the globe the way that the children do. I call them children because I'm 100 years old, but you know the, <laughs> the younger children do. Um, and I think it's exciting. It's an exciting new world. And even being able to do, like, just like right now, you know, 30 years ago, we weren't doing this. We weren't talking to people in other states. It was, you know, who was to your left and your right. And now, you know, we can do business with people across the world. We can talk, we can even not business, just have networks of people that you work with all over the world. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, when I started the podcast, I got to talk to the first person ever in the UK. I've never talked to anybody that far before. And that was quite interesting to be able to. Then I started talking to people in Africa. And it was just yes. amazing to reaching out to these people that, yes. you know, without the technology and today's knowledge, I've never would have reached out to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. I got to uh, speak to a group of 70 students in India about early childhood education. I was like, never in a million years would that have happened 20 years ago. So there are so many more wonderful opportunities out there for those of you who sees, you know, want to seize it. And it doesn't matter too. I think the other thing I really would love to get the message across is your age is not a factor. You can be extremely young, and I've met entrepreneurs who are 17, 18, 19 years old. You could be 85, right? There's no time limit. You know, bloom when you bloom, you know, and go after those dreams. I don't, I don't think you should, um, I don't think you should really cap yourself, you know. So I, I I think that should be the message to do things. And when did you start your podcast? How many years have you had the podcast? Um, two years. 
two years, right? Yes. So yeah, just like right, like it's not something you've been doing a, a super long time, but you love it, you enjoy it, and you just you grow it with with your nurturing and love. And um, I think you know that should be the message is you know don't be afraid to try new things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I actually interviewed a. Uh, his name was KJ. He was 15 years old, and he was an NFT trader at the time. And yeah. he actually goes out and does speaking engagements for kids. He's 15 years old. I love it. Yeah, I love it. The other side of that is, uh, if you know KFC, man, that guy didn't start KFC until he was uh, uh, 60 plus. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's you know lots of great stories like that. And I applaud you for making sure that those stories get out there in lots of different ways. Um, I think it's, you know, it's great. We we just held a business conference uh, two, two days ago and uh, we had a uh, gentleman, his name is Marcus and he's 18 years old, just graduated from high school and has his own website design company with two of his friends that are high school students and they're killing it. They're doing great. They're <laughs> they're in Cape Cod and you know, they're, they're helping a lot of the folks in Cape Cod. A lot of the uh, business owners are, on the older end, you know, they might be 50 or 60 and, you know, they really, you know, they had websites, but they certainly weren't like the websites that we have now, you know? So, um, yeah. So I love seeing young folks do exciting things. Yeah. And old too. folks like me and you. Ah. <laughs> uh, older, yes. <laughs> I, well, you know, you know, what's funny is I had a lady uh, came to my school when I was in high school and she was 102 years old and still going out and doing speeches and things like that. And she'll say the words that I live by today. Age is mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't really matter. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think that's a great statement. I think it's a great statement. So, yeah. So all those folks out there listening to the show who maybe are thinking about starting a business and haven't quite done it yet, there's still lots of time. So, you know, get that business plan going and and continue to write your your dreams on that napkin and, and grow that out. And do it today. Do it right now. Yes. Do it while you're thinking about it. Don't wait. <laughs> yeah, don't wait. Don't wait. And it's never going to be perfect. So don't wait for it to be the perfect time, the perfect plan, the perfect place. It's never going to be perfect. And, you know, you just keep, I always say, you're going to always keep perfecting it. Even the best businesses that have been around for years and years and years are always still evolving and changing. And that's why you can't go anywhere and do business anywhere without them asking you to take a poll or get your email and all those things, because they want to continue to make sure that they're giving you the best service possible so that they keep you as a customer. So um, yeah, I mean, even the big guys do that. Yeah. And then my, my tagline for my show is I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. So we're going to do things today. Yeah. Today. I love it. All right. Um, what I'd like to know at this point is, I, I mean, we could talk mainly about your coaching, but if you want to throw other things in there too, but is there any pitfall, pitfalls or problems that you've had up until this point that maybe kind of stick out in your mind? Um, I think that there was maybe a little transition in my own brain. It wasn't really so much with my customers, but it was myself is if somebody owned a hair salon or something outside of my industry, it's like, why would you listen to the lady who owns a daycare? Right. And so uh, that was kind of something that I had to overcome myself and say, well, you know what? Here's why. Because I, even though it's a childcare program that I own, here's how that translates over. 
I understood how to attract customers. I understood how to retain my customers. My average customer retention runs anywhere from five to eight years. Most businesses would love to have a customer that long, right? So I knew that I did some things really, really well staff retention, recruiting, all those things I knew I did really, really well. And I knew that those were challenges for other industries. I also knew how to get SBA loans and write a great business plan. Um, I've done it multiple times. So I'm like, all right, well, there were a lot of things I learned during that process that I could share with others that could help them maybe not make mistakes or help them close that gap on how long it took from the time that they had an idea to the time that they actually got funding to get that idea in place. So I would say probably the biggest challenge would be more of just, you know, having that mindset of here's why, um, when we opened up our, started our practical biz podcast, I have two. When I started a practical biz podcast, I'm like, why would people listen to this show? Right? Why would they listen to the show? What are, you know, if, if they owned something different than, than my industry, but turns out they liked it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so I think it's just that again, stop, stop worrying about what other people thought or said, even if I, even if my coaching only helped 12 people in, you know, in a year to me, that's a lot. Right. Any one business that we could help makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, the the way to really think about that is if you had 12 people in your living room that you had to entertain or talk to, that's a lot lot of people in one room. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. We get stuck on the, you know, on these number things and the likes and the follows and the shares and the, you know, the stats. You get, you get real stuck on that. But then, you know, when you have somebody, sitting in your chair in your office and this has happened to me multiple times where and i work with a lot of women so sometimes you know we're owning your business is hard anyway and it's it's something that's very emotional for many of us but when you have somebody sitting across from you and they start crying and they say this was exactly what i needed i was about to throw in the towel it's that kind of stuff that like blows my mind and makes me just want to just keep going i it's those types of things. And that's happened a couple of times to me. I had one lady who's almost 60 and she's just now starting her art company that she has wanted to do for years. And she's a very talented artist. And I'm like, what are you waiting for? But she had always given to her family and she took care of her, her kids. And then it was her grandkids. I'm like, your time is now. And um, so it's those types of things that are just so exciting. And um it makes it really worth it. Whether I mean, even just having two or three experiences like that just make you want to keep going and, and helping people. Because it fills our heart with joy. Yeah. It really is to, to be able to yeah. see their, their eyes light up and say, why didn't I think of that? Or that's amazing. That's just like you said, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. And well, I think, for- yeah. And I, I think um, the best leaders are the ones that give. That are that go in with that mindset of just giving. Forget about what you're going to get from that relationship. It's it's that mindset of um, you know just that giving mentality. Yeah, absolutely. And it's I'm going to go back to something that you said a little bit too. When you have a, a gift or something like that, or you know you know this information, even though it's not going to match exactly a cookie cutter way to what this other person's business is. There is ways to cross over that information to the other business. Just like you're saying, it's not just, you know, childcare or not yeah. just anything else. 
it's the it's the processes, it's the bookkeeping, it's the it's the retention, just like you're talking about earlier, that we could actually help each other with. No matter what the subject is, the whatever the entrepreneur adventure is, we still have ways that we can help each other. Just like I I know I'm a entrepreneur podcast, but I've talked to people in the music industry, in the acting industry. Not yeah. not directly an entrepreneur, even though they have entrepreneur traits, but they're selling you know themselves and their talents and not an actual product, mm-hmm. but it still works. Yeah. I work I actually work with some folks in that in that space and and you're right. And it, we think it's an entrepreneur, but it really is because a lot of them, when they're first starting out, they are promoting their own shows. They're doing all of their media on their social media. They're you know, writing press releases to the newspapers about, you know, different places that they're at, where their gallery is, where when their next album drops. So they still are doing things to drive their business forward, especially if they're not working with a, a publisher or a producer or a gallery, right? They're doing a lot of that groundwork, especially when you're you're first starting. You're kind of like everything, right? You're wearing all the hats. <laughs> And it doesn't matter what entrepreneur, when you're actually getting started, and that's exactly what you're doing, is you're wearing all the hats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this particular point, I like to ask this question, uh, especially someone like you, but do you have any, any influences or any um, mentors or anybody you like to talk to that keep talk about that keeps you moving forward? Or, you know, say, I'm, you know, I like him. I like what his words is. Maybe I have to think about that. Anything like that? Yeah. So um, it's not anybody famous. So I've had many mentors in my life, but there's one particular mentor um, that I got matched up with through SCORE. Um, and his name is Ed Alves. And he has been my business coach for probably about seven years now. And he's um, significantly older than me. Um, and it's funny because like he'll tell me things and sometimes I'll be like, no, no, no. And then like a day or two later, I'm like, oh man, he's right. Um, so yeah, so he's he's kind of like uh the dad or grandfather that I didn't didn't have uh growing up. Um, but uh, he's very thoughtful and reflective when he talks and he's very slow and he he just plants these little seeds and he kind of lets them sit there. Um, and so I do love that about him because if you can't tell already, I'm very high energy, very high strung. And so sometimes it takes me a minute to reflect on things. It might take me a day or two to process things. Um, and then, yeah, so I do need to have that other type of energy around me. My sister too is, is like that. I'm very like, we're going to do all these things. And she's like, that's great. Where are we going to start? Right. So I think, you know, being surrounded by, great people who can, you know, maybe balance you out. Um, But, you know, I would say, you know, Ed definitely is a great mentor. Um, My sister, who is like literally my best friend, we're like Irish twins, we're like 15 months apart. Um, She's my business partner in everything. And she's super talented and she's very detailed oriented. And um, so, you know, just being around those kinds of people really help keep me going and and a lot of times, quite frankly, they make me look good. <laughs> <laughs> that can happen sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, we uh, scored. I think it's score.org, right? Yeah. That's actually been mentioned two or three times in my podcast with some other ones. Do you happen fantastic. to know who uh, Esprit Devora is by chance? I do not. No, okay. I do not. She's a, a a female famous podcaster, and she was one of the first people to talk about score. 
uh, okay. .org. So it's really good to hear it in a couple different places. No, that's actually yeah. a good resource to go to if you need a mentor. Yeah. The other thing, too, is um, even if you're a new entrepreneur, too, I think not only getting yourself a mentor, but being a mentor. So I'm also a mentor with uh, E4All. Um, which is a great organization and they help a lot of startup businesses. But, you know, once you've got a few years under your belt or you feel like maybe you've been in the industry for a long time and you feel like you can bring some value to someone else um, and help them with that learning curve, I always think it's a great idea to be a mentor as well. And there's lots of great places. There's, um, you know, well, we, well, I'm in Rhode Island. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of different different places that do mentorship. So I, I do say anybody listen to the show, if you have something to give, like get out there and, and mentor as well. Yeah, I, I know I haven't been doing this very long, but one thing I've learned that there's always somebody a little bit steps behind me that I can help. Absolutely. Either yeah. Point in a direction or kind of ask, answer a question or anything like that. So I always look for that so I can help them out. Yeah. You know what I think too, sometimes um, the way to push, push yourself is don't be the smartest person in the room. Look for those rooms where people know more than you and then zip your lip and listen. <laughs> um, so I, I think that that is always a great, um, great place to be. It's be around other people who are where you want to go. If you look at a lot of uh, high-class businesses that are out there right now, they'll hire smarter people on purpose just for that reason, too. Um, Pixar is a great example of that. They do that, too. Uh, mm -hmm. If you uh, read uh, Creativity, Inc., they actually talk about that several times in the book, how he hired mm -hmm. people that were smarter than him so he could learn himself about different aspects of animation and things that he didn't know about. Uh-huh. Well, I think um, that he hired so intelligently that it put them on the radar for Disney to want to buy them out and then buy eventually buy them out. But they knew that some of the best animators were at Pixar. And so they said, well, you know, let's let's get these folks on our team as well. So, um, yeah, I think that there's definitely some great strategy in, in having some brilliant people around you. So, yeah. All right, fantastic. Well, let's all keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> this next question, uh, I always have a lot of problems getting answers for this question, especially with high-class entrepreneurs like yourself, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So I know you've been doing this for a little, only for a little bit as far as the coaching, but you've been an entrepreneur for a while. But when will you know you've made it? When will you think you've gotten to that point where it's like, this is exactly where I wanted to be at this particular time? Can you explain anything like that to me? Wow, that is a great question. <laughs> um, wow. Um, <laughs> I don't, wow, I don't know. I'm not sure I know the answer to that. Um, I guess... You got me. No. <laughs> I, I guess I feel like, I, well, my personality, like I'm never like quite done with anything. Like as soon as I accomplish a goal, I like set a new goal, which drives my family and everybody around me crazy. I'm um, <laughs> like, can't you just slow down? And I say, I'll slow down when I'm dead. Um, I know it sounds morbid, but there's plenty of time to sleep then. Um, I think, I think, I guess when you feel like you have given more than you have received, I think would probably be the feeling of success for me. That is, that's fantastic. I think that's the best one I've heard yet. 
Thanks. It was a good question. Yeah, well, it was a good question. And like I said, it takes me a minute to reflect, but I, I really feel like, you know, I, I feel like I really want to, um, I want to leave the earth with my, um, my gas tank empty. And so I just want to just keep sharing and giving. And I know, God, it sounds very cliche and I promise I didn't like make that up as a pitch story, but it really, it really is true. Like I have like these four core values that really drive everything in my life. And that is family is number one, community is number two, passion for teaching is number three, and professionalism is number four. And those are the four things that just drive every aspect of my life. So um, if it isn't in those four places, I don't do it. So probably why I talk so much about giving (laughs) giving back, because it really is just really truly who I am. That's amazing. That's good stuff. And, and, you know, you make it, I know this isn't in the quite the same subject, but you make a good validation for uh, finding your zone of genius. If you really think about that, because if you're in the places that where you want to be, if they fit in your life, then they're supposed to be there for a purpose. And it keeps you in that zone where you want to be because you're exactly where you want to be. It's what keeps you happy. So, and then the other thing, too, is I've noticed a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, they'll say, you know, I want this or I want that. This is when I'll do it. But other ones will say, I don't want to make it because yeah. it, means, it means it's over. And I don't want it to be over. I want yeah. it to go forever. So it's like I think that's that, makes that category. Yeah. Yeah that, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think there's something about people who take risks because again entrepreneurs are risk takers by by nature even if most of us are calculated risks let's let's tell that part of the story we don't just go hey yeah i think i'm gonna get a loan for a billion dollars and maybe i can make it maybe i can't like they're calculated risks that take you know planning and timing and you know and you know a little gumption and following your gut um but yeah i think i think that just entrepreneurs in general just have that kind of spirit if you will yeah. Oh, we do. Don't worry. Yeah, that's yeah. Even if <laughs> even if it's a worry, even a kind of an uncalculated risk, we're willing to take it as long as it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. us, hurt us or hurt others. Yeah. You know, it goes. It actually goes into a, a fear, which sometimes thinks about too, because some people we don't want to jump into that because we're scared of it, but it's not really something to be scared of. It's just a feeling that we have. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny because when we started our, our first business, well, it was really my second business, but it was in 2008, which was the last recession. And everybody was telling us, including our family members, because sometimes your family members are, are not your biggest fans, right? So our family members, meeting aunts and uncles and so forth, and I know they meant well, but they said, are you guys crazy? Are you crazy right now? This is not the time to open a business. I said, no, it's the perfect time to open a business. In the other advantages for those who understand or have lived this life, growing up poor has such an advantage when it comes to being an entrepreneur. It's such an advantage because you understand living within your means. You understand a budget. You understand making decisions of, well, it's this or that, you know, not both. And, you know, so I feel like all those things really are um, things that really just kind of help and guide you. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's our experiences uh, in our daily lives is what guides us. Even if we were small, when even if we did grow up poor, it, it's we went through that for a reason. It's to mm-hmm. keep, so you know to Agreed. keep things going. So yeah. Um, something I like here 
and I this is might be somebody that's listening that might want to want to do what you're doing. So I always like asking this question. If you were to actually meet somebody that wants to have a similar entrepreneur adventure as you, what kind of advice would you give them? What steps would you have them take? Um, I would say definitely do your research. Um, I think it's I think it's really important to know and 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 understand your craft. And what I mean by that is if you're going to own a restaurant per se, right, but you've never worked in a restaurant, I would recommend go work in a restaurant for a year or two so you can really understand what you're getting into. Um, or the opposite is, as we said earlier, hire somebody who's really talented, who has a lot of experience, who can run it for you. But if they leave, then where does that leave you? So I, I feel like really make sure you understand your craft um, and get really, really good at it. And the other thing is, even though you think you're great at something, always continue to learn, always continue to push yourself because all industries change. I don't care what industry you're in, all industries change. Be aware of what's coming down the pike. So yeah, you, you, again, it's it's kind of that calculation. You really need to understand what kind of business you're going into, the pros and cons. Talk to some people who are in that industry. They don't have to be your direct competitors. They could be in other states. Um, get those industry trend magazines, you know, uh, make sure they're reliable, um, you know, and, and really like do some research. That would be like the first thing I would say to anybody, it's all great and willy nilly to, yeah, I can do what I want to and mindset and yada, yada, yada. That's all great. But there's also other parts, you know, there's that execution and you can't execute if you don't know what you're doing. So I think, you know, do your research. Researching your craft one way or another is probably one of the best things you can do when you're getting started. So you kind of understand what you're getting into. And yeah. I mean, researching and like, you could be like, well, you know, this isn't really what I want. Well, it's a good thing you found that out now before starting an entire business, wasting a bunch of money and time for something you didn't Yeah. Have. So it's a good Absolutely. idea to research something like that too. And yeah. constant learning is something I always talk about in my podcast. Almost every podcast I talk about constant self-education, constant learning, because just because we learn something, okay, like now I know how to podcast. That's great. Yep. But there's going to be changes coming up. Now I'm trying to learn AI, and my brain's going to explode trying to figure yeah, this out. Yeah, yeah. But I got to learn it because it, I, I'll I'll get passed up if I don't. So agreed. Yeah, huh. I'm actually I'm really excited to um I'm going to go to Podfest. I want to get into that environment with all the other. Are you going? <laughs> I might see you there. Yeah, I, I, I think. There. Yeah, uh, I think that that is a good place for us to be. You know, again, getting in the room with people who are way, way ahead of us, people who are at the same place that we are, and then people who are behind where we are. So um, it's it's a great place to be and, you know, get educated. Like you said, I mean, right now with AI, uh, the whole, you know, everything in marketing and everything in podcasting and everything in web design is all changing. This is all a very, very new evolution of, of how things are going to go. And so you're going to get left behind if you don't stay ahead of the ball. Exactly. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to raise the money right now so I can go. I mean, I, my mind is like set. I just need to find a way there. That's all. But yeah. I'm definitely going to – I'm like 99% sure I'm going to yeah. be there. So I'll I'm try going to wave you I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have to do too. So that's what we're going to Make gonna it do. happen. Let's make go. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> 
this is something good too, and I like doing this one. If you were to hire, if I was looking for somebody as, let's just say for a coach for now, because that's what you're kind of recently doing. And I have you and I find you, but I also have two other coaches that charge about the same amount of money, have the same type of experience. What would set mm-hmm. you apart from these other two coaches? Um. Well, first of all, like I had said, there's like kind of, there's a team of us. So when I talk to you, the first thing I do is we figure out, because sometimes people think they know what they need from the coach. I'm coming to you because I need to increase my sales. But a lot of times when we sit down and we talk, we talk about not only how we can help you do that, but is that really what you need? Because sometimes your best customers are ones you already have. So we kind of really flush everything out. Um, We have website design, which Today, so funny, we had a website call. And while we're doing talking about website design, I was like, hey, did you think about XYZ, which were things that weren't really even connected. They were connected to the website, but they weren't things that you would get or feedback you would get from a normal website designer. They would talk to you about, you know, what kind of font, what kind of colors, what is your brand, blah, blah, blah. Like, and, and those things are all very important. But I was, we were talking about like, Where's your customer, you know, testimonials and where's your video on X, Y, Z. And Hey, you know, I'm part of this group and here are the 10 things I think are great about your group, but none of those things are on your website. Right. So let's talk about doing a poll with the folks. Right. So we really just like pull everything apart and the ideas that come out of that, that collaboration with the business owner, because I don't just sit here, well, I know everything and here's what I think you should do. It's a collaboration of where they see themselves and then how I can help them and what are the steps. And, and, and I think it's just something that's a little bit unique because we can help you with everything. Uh, We have a social media person that's right on site. So maybe it's, they don't have a lot of time. Do you have a lot of time to learn every platform, TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn and all, all those things? Maybe you don't. Maybe your best time is is used on, on growing your business, getting out, networking, getting more clients, right? So I think what makes us unique at Stella Business Concepts is we have everything in-house and they are very interconnected. And so we really are able to almost be like a one-stop shop. I know that everybody says that, but it really is true. So, um, you know, we're, we're able to help people in a way that maybe going to a social media manager or going to a website designer or just going to a business coach really doesn't quite work. So yeah, we have, we're very multifaceted. Fantastic. If you're just starting out, I could just put you right on my podcast. You got, and you know, again, like you, we don't charge people to be on a podcast. I put you on your podcast. I have a YouTube thing. I, I will, I will, I will put you out on everything, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, I just think that we offer so many options that elects next to like no cost on top of my charming personality. Can you imagine me drinking coffee? I don't drink coffee. I don't drink <laughs> Celsius. I don't do any. This is like. This is like hour 15 for me right now. It's 7.40. My day started at like five in the morning. And like, this is, this is, I have a lot of energy <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> I have enough well, energy for you and me and them. <laughs> don't, whatever you do, do not start drinking coffee. So I like, will not. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much live on coffee. You can ask anybody. Yeah. All right. So that's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Uh, you're hired. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of my most favorite questions, but I did kind of steal it. So sorry, everybody. And what is the one question you wish I would have asked you, but I didn't? I'm always, I always miss one really good question 
that somebody's all prepared for but never gets asked. So what would be that question you think that you'd really like to answer that I didn't ask? Wow. Um, I, I don't I don't really have a question that I want you to ask me. Can I ask you a question? Oh, I hate it when this happens. Yes, go <laughs> ahead. Yes. Tell, tell, tell me a little bit about why you started podcasting. Why I started podcasting. Okay, so this is – sorry, Scuba believers, You've heard the story a bajillion times, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I started podcasting because of a failure. Um, I wanted to be a karaoke DJ and a music DJ. That was one of my dreams growing up. And uh, because of COVID, uh, we had slowed down. One of my, I, I do have two full-time jobs. One of them shut down because of COVID. So I had time to actually think about what I wanted to do. So I wanted to be a karaoke DJ and a music DJ. But the problem was I had no money. I had no equipment, no microphones, no nothing. So I decided, okay, so I'm just going to open a GoFundMe page and people will just go ahead and give me money. Ah, wrong. That didn't happen. <laughs> I think I only made a couple hundred dollars in a couple months, and I'm sure that was my mom just giving me a couple dollars to make me feel good. Love it. <laughs> so um, after that epic failure, instead of throwing my hands up in the air and saying, "You know what? I'm not meant for this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this anymore." Instead, I thought to myself, "Why did it fail? You know, how come it failed? What do I need to do to make this work?" So I got into some deep research, starting to listen to podcasts, starting to read ebooks and things of that nature. And one of the things that popped up over and over again was you should start a podcast so people could start understanding who you are, what you want to do, and, and start following you and start getting a gathering. I was like, okay, that's cool. I can do that. So uh, I put the karaoke thing aside just for a little while and started concentrating on podcasting. Well, holy cow, I was so into the podcasting. I put the karaoke thing aside. <laughs> I said, this is good, but I'm going to put this over here for now because I'm having such a great time talking to these amazing people on my podcast. I'm going to start concentrating on this. And then uh, about two years later, here I am talking to amazing people like yourself, Erica, and helping other people as much as humanly possible to start their businesses. Yeah, that is that is a fantastic story. Um, and so as your new hired business coach, because you hired me four minutes ago, maybe okay. at the end of each episode, <laughs> I'm only teasing, maybe at the end of each episode, you can still do karaoke and you can make your guests sing for a two, two lyrics of their favorite song. I'm just teasing. <laughs> but um, I, well, I would like to say as a, as a fellow podcaster, congratulations on being at least last week. I know they change all the time, but congratulations on being the number one podcast on good pods for the career um, oh. career section. So congratulations <laughs> on all your hard work. So um, you have been paying there. attention, haven't you? I, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I told you I do my research. <laughs> so congratulations. I, I know that I know that's, you know, that's hard work. So, you know, I'd like to say congratulations to you as well. Oh, thank you. That's uh, that You're was very unexpected. Thank you very much, Eric. I appreciate You're very it. I'm welcome. all nerd. I'm all like I'm blushing. Okay, yeah, so. well, it's deserved. <laughs> all right, thank you for that unexpected uh, phenomena. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, what I like to do with all my all my guests on my podcast is to get a six month goal for themselves. So, where do you see you and your company in the next six months? Um, so as I had said the other day, we opened up and had um, a business conference and I got to uh, be on a big stage 
and do public speaking. Now, I've spoken many times to lodge groups in like a classroom setting, um, you know, maybe breakout sessions, that kinds of thing, uh, but never on like the real, real deal, deal stage uh, where I wasn't part of a panel. Like it was just me, a mic, and a huge stage. So my goal is I loved it. I loved it. And so um, my goal is for the next six months is to get on as many big stages as possible and uh, really go after the public speaking uh, gig. So uh, that is my goal. I think that uh, just like podcasting, it's a great way to get out to a lot of people at once. Um, And uh, I do like meeting people in person. So those two things seem like they will fit together nicely. So my goal is to get out and um, talk to other entrepreneurs on a, on a larger, on a larger stage. So that is it. Nice. I, mine's similar. I, I really want to get up on stage. Uh, being up on stage and being the center of attention is actually where I really love to be. So I'm just waiting for that opportunity to see whether I really like it or it scares the bejesus out of me. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a real thing because I said that to my family the other day and they were all laughing at me. And they're like, Eric, you've been talking to people forever. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's not, that's, it's not the same. Being on that stage, just you and a mic. And, you know, people sitting here and yeah, it's a, it's a different, it's a different thing. Um, and I, so I loved it. And I think you probably are going to love it too. <laughs> oh, good. All right. That's good to hear. All right. So what I'd like to do with you, Erica, is actually follow up with you in six months and see how many speaking engagements you've actually made it on. Is that okay? Yeah, it sounds great. All right. So we're going to hold you to that in six months. We're going to have another interview with you just like this. And we're going to see how you did. Sounds good. All right. So what I'd like you to do now, Erica, this is your time to shine. This is what I'd, I'd like you to kind of advertise yourself and your company and that kind of thing so we can figure out how to get a hold of you on any of your services. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay. Uh, you can find me at StellarBusinessConcepts.com is our website. My email is StellarBusinessConcepts1 at Yahoo.com. Um, my podcast is Practical Biz podcast. It's B-I-Z-Z. That is very Rhode Island based. And if you are in the uh, world of early childhood education, you can check us out at the Child Care Director's Chair podcast. All right. Erica, thank you so much for being an undiscovered entrepreneur. I actually had a blast talking to you. This has been one of my better interviews. I had a blast too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, thanks. All right. Well, I'll see you in a few months. And then maybe we can talk about, we could talk about how many um, stages you got on too. Oh, oh, now, okay, now I got it. We're gonna, we're gonna hold you on to it too. So <laughs> you and I are gonna hold each other accountable. See, I told you I'm good at this. <laughs> All right. No wonder you're a coach. <laughs> no wonder why. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, you so much. All right, school <laughs> believers. Thank you. Stay tuned for the wrap up. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> Right, school believers. That was Erica. Man, she had some amazing uh, information for anybody out there that's looking to start an entrepreneur. She had so much great knowledge, and she just really kept it coming. She kept it going, kept it going. It was amazing how much advice she had for brand new entrepreneurs. Please do me a favor if she is doing something that you're interested in, please reach out to her. We'll get her all her information in the show notes. 
So if you have any questions about what she's doing, please contact her. She's an amazing person. I think we can all learn something from her. All right, now we're going to get into something a little more about me. Recently, I put out information about a AI prompt that I put together for new entrepreneurs to get them started on their entrepreneur adventure. So I want to make sure you take advantage of that. These are free AI prompts that I'm giving to anybody that needs help starting their entrepreneur adventure. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt. It'll give you four prompts to start your entrepreneur adventure. Uh, they're amazing. They work really well. I hope you learn a lot from them. They're going to blurt out all kinds of great AI information for you about whatever it is that you're trying to start out. Also, uh, this is something very interesting. A couple, I don't know, probably kind of months or so, I don't know exactly the time frame it is. My friend Mikhail said that the game show, I guess it's a game show. It's a game show called The Blocks, was reaching out for people. I reached out to them and it looks like I am on my way. I don't think I'm in there quite yet, but I'm actually gone into the third stage of them possibly having me on the show. So I'm going to keep you updated on how that goes. Uh, follow me. See if I actually make it onto the blocks. If I make it onto the blocks, maybe you'll see me on TV. Who knows? We'll have to see how that goes. Next up, PodFest. I'm still trying to get out to PodFest. I need help getting out to PodFest. This is definitely something I really want to do. Deep within my heart and soul, I got to be there. I don't care if I got a hitchhike at this point. I really wouldn't like to do that. But if it's what I got to do, it's what I got to do. But I need help. I need help getting out there. So please, if you can, reach out to me. Go to my website, uepodcast.net. Be a contributor. Help me out. Go to buy me a coffee there. It's all my links right there. Please help me out if you can. I really want to get out there so I can help you. Because helping me at this particular point, get me to PodFest, is going to make me a better podcaster, which is going to help you in the end. So please help me help you. I don't know how that works, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> I now have open interviews for brand new entrepreneurs. If you are a brand new entrepreneur, I want you on my podcast. Reach out to me on any of my social medias. You can reach at me at linktree backslash D-J-S-K-O-O-B. So that's linktree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash D-J-S-K-O-O-B. Reach out to me if you want to be on my podcast. Anybody that's less than a year in their business, I want to talk to you. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for today, but I want you to stay tuned after the music. I have a little something special for you, so I wonder what it could be. You'll like it. I, I think you really like it. Stay tuned for that. All right, everybody. I'll see you next week with a coaching. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good evening. <laughs>、Oh, there, DJ Scoob here, and I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. Hard. It's hard at first. Well, yeah, because now the other thing you zero calluses on my fingers, so you know. That's so when you challenge. when you do that, look at your picking finger. Look at your picking hand. Trust your left hand.
There you go. Better. Better. All right, try it again. Let's see here. Come on, brain. Deep breath in through the nose. Nice. Good. Okay. Cool. So that's just a basic warm up, and you can do that anywhere on the guitar. Right. As a worker of two full time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day to day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now and seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.